Spring of Life Fellowship and the vision of changing the world invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Let's listen to our guest. Paul Lodato. Everybody just give a big hand for Paul. Amen. Well, I know that uh, I'm honored to be here. We love Dr. Joaquin and his wife, Yvette, and Pastor Kenny and his wife. And this is my home church. This is our home church, man. We, and I've been coming here since 2007, and we're so delighted and honored. But I am thrilled to have my Puerto Rican queen, my better half, as I like to say, I embarrassed her just now just doing that right there. I, um, when I knew Pastor Joaquin was over at the TV station doing some so, what is a man television taping, and, uh, and I'm sure he'll tell you more about that as we go into the new year. There's some awesome stuff happening, but uh, as soon as he said, hey, we haven't had you in a while. You need to come on. I said, hey, just let me know, and we're coming, and uh, it, God worked it all out, but I really sensed in my heart. I went over to my wife. I, she works with me at the television station. I said, listen, Pastor Joaquin asked us to come, but I believe you're supposed to bring the word, and um, and you know how many know the essence, the spirit man on the inside of us is the same, male or female, right? Our functions might be different, but our essence is the same. And so a woman's not a doormat, right? And a woman's not to be a controller either. So, I, you know, I didn't get any amens on that, but anyhow. <laughs> no, but we celebrate each other, right? And so is it not just, not just what is a man, but what is a woman? Well, she's my Proverbs 31 queen, and I need to be quiet and let her bring this word. I know she's got something to encourage you all with. Amen? So this is going to be real good. Have your spiritual ears on. Come on, Yvette Ladato. Amen. I just embarrassed her. She doesn't like when I do that, but oh well. Lord Jesus Christ for all that he has done. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Father God, that you've entrusted us for this ministry, Father God, to bring out the word, Father God, to send it forth to those that are lost, broken, and those that need hope and deliverance. Father, I just thank you that greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. I want to encourage every, each and every one of you about the power of God that is already on the inside of you. The Bible says that in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, he who unites himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. He who unites himself with the Lord is one spirit. The moment you opened up your mouth and said yes to Jesus, the spirit of the living God, his faith, his DNA, his character, his nature resided on the inside of you. You no longer live, but the Christ that lives on the inside of you. Let by the Spirit of the Lord. First Corinthians says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells on the inside of you? All instructions will be provided to you by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said on his word, I will leave, but I will not leave you orphans because the counselor, the Spirit of truth is not only going to be with you, but he's going to be in you. So that power, that power is already on the inside of you, waiting in the season, in the moment, in the time to be released at who? At his appointed time. Everything has a time. Everything has a season. 
And, and that's what I wanted to encourage you today, that you are all sons of God, not gender specific, not male. All are sons of the living God. James 3, or Romans 8, um, 19 says, for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. People are waiting for God to move on this earth when the reality is he's sitting at the right hand of the Father and waiting for you to move and take charge and take dominion and take authority, take your city, take the children, take everything that represents who God is, why he has appointed you here to be the righteousness of God, to be the salt of, of, of this earth, to represent who God is. You know, I was sharing with the youth yesterday about that there's um, people that call themselves Christians. And um, the reality is that word Christianity is becoming some, uh, just a word. Because the reality is when you are out there that you are being tested by temptation, when you are being tested by the pressures of life, what comes out of you is going to determine who you represent and who do you really stand for. So the reality is get to know for yourself the word of God, what he says about you. So when people try to label you, when people try to say things about you, you say, hey, wait a minute, that's not what my God says. My God says that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I don't have to follow society. I don't have to follow the world system, the political arena, although God has instituted and placed um, justice and, and supreme courts. It all serves its purpose. But the reality is who you are in Christ, God is the one that determines that. Do not let any man out there label you and tell you who you are. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You represent him. You are the Jesus here on this earth. And for those that are in the school, I, I, I encourage you to stand for truth, to stand for justice, because the people that stands on the pulpit not necessarily is going to reach the school system. You that are in the school system, you are world changers. You are the one that would make a difference. You are the one that can challenge any school system and challenge anybody and speak of what is truth. It is the children of this generation that can speak and change the society, change the world system. Ephesians 2.10 says, we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for what? For good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. You don't have to kick doors open. You don't have to step over anybody because the assignment that God has, the calling that each and every one of you have, God is going to make a way because he already prepared it all beforehand. Before we were even born, God already placed it all there. He said, this is where you're going to go. This is the people you're going to meet. This is the people you're going to reach. This is the people you're going to touch. Everything is ordained by the almighty God. And we just thank God for that. The people that are lost, hey, you know, the Bible says, um, you know, be a salt and light in this world. And I don't mean that, you know, you should go out there, you know, all the time preaching, 
you know, at the four corners of the earth because your witness itself, you, just by, the, who, by who you are, it's going to draw people. It's going to draw people to you. And they're going to come to you and ask, there's something about you. What is it about you that, that, that I see? It's the glory of God. It's the spirit of the living God that is on the inside that will draw all men onto you. That's the key right there. I was sharing with the youth also yesterday that, you know, I have, um, you know, friends and families that, you know, they have accepted Christ, but they're not walking in the fullness of who he is yet. But God has their time. God has their time. But this person came up to me, called me, in distress, and I've never heard this person just crying out in anxiety, broken, and said, I don't know what to do. This person had the mindset of she wanted to commit suicide. She had no hope. She was like, there's nothing. I don't want to live anymore. I took authority. I said, in the name of Jesus, I cast down every Spirit of oppression in Jesus' name, and I speak life into your body right now in Jesus' name. She was desperate because she had found a mass on her um, right breast, and she was in pain for a month. I cursed that. I stood up, and I said, oh, no, the devil is a liar. I said, no, 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 no. This is not going to happen. And I stood there, and I prayed, and I took them in. But I did one thing. I allowed her first to seek God and say, God, I need your help. And she said, I don't know how to pray. And I was like, I'm not expecting you to pray. I want to hear from your mouth that you want the almighty God because I can't do it. God is not going to impose it on you. He's not going to force you to do anything you want to, don't want to do. And when she opened up her mouth and said, I need help, and that was it, I took over. I spoke life into her life. A week later, she went to look for the mess. That mess was gone. By the power of his word, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's why we're here for it. God has given you the spirit to change the nation, to change the culture. For those that do not know who they are in Christ, God has given you the key and the tool, and, and that is the word. But above all, it is the faith of God. The faith of God is the key. You already have that key on the inside that's going to unlock the healing power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus said in John 14, 12 through 14, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I, that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. The reason why Jesus was here on this earth was to instruct and to teach people how to be connected to the Almighty God. And the reason why he says greater works shall you do is because of the Spirit of God. He had to leave so that he can leave his spirit so that he can leave his spirit to operate on the inside of you. That's why he says, greater works than, than these shall you do. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father 
may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And that's what happened when I took dominion and I took charge and I spoke to that, to that, to her life and to her spirit. God did it. Why? So that he can be glorified. So that she can know that there is a mighty God out there that is willing to save, that is willing to love, that is willing to take her in. And God is not against her, but he is for her. And sometimes the Lord will do that. You know, God wants every believer out there to get and to take possession of everything that has been provided. But sometimes there are people that are still walking, trying to find themselves, trying to understand. And sometimes we do have to help. But always remember, speak and let them know that they have the same ability, that they have the same mind, that they have the same opportunity. Let them hear it from you and say, oh, you have that same right. God has given you that right to, to, to go up to the Father and to ask. Because let's face it, you know, the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away. But his word will never, ever fade away. And that's the key. That's why we're here. We are being equipped. We are being encouraged. We are being taught so that you can go forward in the spirit of influence and speak to the people that surrounds you. Because, you know, only you can reach those that are around your area. John 16, 23, 36, 23 says, And in that day... You will ask me nothing, meaning you're not going to go to Jesus and, and say, Jesus, I need this. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, so you ask the Father in my name, and he will give, give it to you. He will. That's his promise. Until you have asked nothing in my name, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. God has given you the opportunity to go to straight to him. You are all sons. It's like a father and son. You know, like if you have your kids, your daughter or your son, how, you know, for the fathers, you know, and you go, and how are you going to feel if your child says to the sister or the friend, hey, go tell, go tell daddy to give me this. There's something wrong when the child is not having confidence in the father they either fear him or don't understand or are afraid or just don't know. That's how the Heavenly Father feels when someone else asks for them, when they should be the one coming to the Father and saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you these things. For all the promises that you've provided are yes and amen. And everything that is according to your word and to your truth, you have given me. And we just thank you, Father, for the word. The word of God is the power of God that is on the inside of you. The word of God is the, the, the key that's going to keep you from, from, from being in distress. It's going to keep you from being shaken when you go through trials. Because let's face it, God never promised anybody 
that you're not going to go through something. But when you do go through something, guess what? He said, be of good cheer because I have overcome every obstacle, every negative force, everything that is that has to do with destruction, I have overcome. And that ability, that's already on the inside of you. We love the mighty God. We love his word. We love what he's done for us. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to trample on serpents, scorpions, and over all the powers of the enemies, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. The authority that we are operating in is the authority in the name of Jesus. It's not in our strength. It's in the name of Jesus. God has given it to you. Take it. Receive it. Receive it. And that's all you have to do. I am not even going to tell anybody here, believe for his word, because that's why we're here. We are all believers. I say receive the word and take possession of the word and make it yours. Claim it. It's there. It's yours. That's all you have to do. You don't have to do anything else but receive it like a gift. If I give you a gift, you look at it. If you don't open up in any, you, if you don't receive it and open it up, it doesn't become yours, right? You open up the gift, take it, and make it yours. That's exactly what this is, faith. Faith has all the goodies there. It has prosperity. It has blessing. It has healing. It has deliverance. It has hope. It has it all. It's structured right there, the faith. The faith that you guys are operating is not even your faith. The faith is the faith of Jesus Christ. That is what takes you to the, another level in him. That is what allows you to perform miracles, to perform signs, to speak to death situations. It says, arise, like Jesus spoke and said to Lazarus, get up. He called him forth. The dead had to become alive when he heard the, the word of God. My words are spirit and life. So anything that is dead has to come alive. Has to come alive because of the power of his word. Jesus said, I watch over my word to perform it. Not our opinions, not what we think, not what society says, but he watches over his word to perform it. And when you pray, you pray the, the, the word. For example, if someone is sick, Say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, your word says that the, the believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's his word. That's his word. So guess what happens? That person that is sick will become and rise up. God is a God of miracle. God is a God of restoration. God is a God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His words will always succeed. The just shall live by faith. The Bible says in Romans 1.16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first and also for the Greek. The gospel, the word, that's the power of God unto salvation. You know, yesterday we were, uh, you know, Paul and I, we were um, a part of this um, pro-life, this parent, parent, planned parenthood. 
they try to twist things around and, and say that, you know, abortion, that they're doing a good thing when 58 million babies were aborted through this foundation. They call themselves uh, a way of, of, of escape, a way to, to, to deliver all these um, children from distress. Are you kidding me? They're liars. They're taking all these um, baby um, and aborting them, and, 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 and these babies are being born in eight months and, and, or aborted in eight months and nine months so they can take the baby parts and sell it out there. Paul and I, we just stood up there and stood and said, you know what? No, we're going to stand up for righteousness. We're going to stand for truth. We're going to expose these people and tell them what they're doing and stand for righteousness. God is life. They're not a fetus. They're not a tissue. They are not this. They are a human being created in the image and the likeness of Almighty God, and the world has to see it. We have the truth. We have the word. And the greater one that lives on the inside of us gives us and allows us to walk in that truth. Praise God for that. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will take what Jesus Christ has made known to us and reveal it to us at the appointed time. Especially when you don't know what to say. In the hour that you need to say it, the Bible says, open up your mouth and I will fill it. Open it up and I will fill it. And that's the key. We just have to understand who we are in Christ and what the word of God says. You know, to, when you go home and study, you're starting to fill yourself, you know, with the word, with the truth, with the knowledge. Not with the spirit because the spirit is already on the inside of you. It's not the spirit that you're searching, it's the word. Then what happens is when you're filled up with the word of God, when you're filled up with his word at the appointed time, it is the Holy Spirit that is going to speak forth and bring revelation and truth into a dead and dying society and a dying world. You are the world changers. Don't underestimate that. Don't just use that as, oh yeah, world changer. No, you are. Because the power of God that is already on the inside of you. And we just thank God for that. And I just wanted to encourage you on that note. Wow. So powerful what you just said. I wanted you to say what you just said at the end there. Make sure they caught that about God's spirit and the word. We already have his spirit. The say that. spirit of God, we already have his spirit, you know. So sometimes when people say, oh, you know, I pray that your presence or your spirit, let me tell you something, the spirit of God is already on the inside of you. The word of God, the word of God is if the word of God is what you need to absorb and intake like food. You take the word of God, you eat it. So at the appointed time, his word will come forth by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's God's power in you. Amen. It's already in you. And, and let's see that verse. She said it earlier, Romans 1.16 again. Because see, what, what she's sharing with you today, this is the true gospel. Unfortunately, it says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is. What? For the gospel is 
the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. It doesn't matter your background, where you come from, your social class, your economic class. The gospel is for everyone who believes. How do you believe? If you're here this morning, under the sound of our voice, Romans 10, 9, and 10, Let's look at that together, because I don't know everybody in here. I know this is right. my family church. This is my home church. I love my home base here when I come to Miami. I love this place. You don't find churches like this in America, period. Yeah. I've been managing Christian television for 10 years and working with pastors over 15 years, and uh, I can tell you nationally around the country, you, you're, you're blessed to have a church like this. Amen? <laughs> and pastors who care and leadership that cares uh, and just the foundation, man, I mean, literally, this change in the world sign, as Yvette said, is not a cliche. This church is going to rise up, and as the, as the darkness continues to prevail in the land, the Bible says the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. The problem is we don't have the church preaching the real gospel. But I know there's a church here in Doral, Florida, that's standing for righteousness yes, and truth. Yes. Amen. So if you're under the sound of our voice this morning, and we got a second service in Spanish here in a little bit, yeah. but we, want, we don't want to ever leave without giving the opportunity for somebody to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Because once you come into the family of God, then you have the ability to have that power to come out of you. Amen? It says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead... You shall be saved. Look at verse 10. It says, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made in salvation. Sometimes we feel like we have to do the Jesus plus plan in the church, as my spiritual father says it. You know, we, we think we have to do X, Y, Z, get all cleaned up, and then God might love us, and then he might accept us in the family. But our Heavenly Father doesn't operate like that. Isn't that awesome? So if you're here today and you're saying, you know what, I want to take a stand for Jesus. I know about him. I've been coming to church for a long time. Come on, Mauricio and worship team. I, I know about him. I've never encountered him as my Lord and Savior. I, I'm, he's my Lord in my life, but he's not Lord of my life. There's a difference. If you want to know Jesus, the greatest miracle that will ever happen in your life is to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Is there anybody here under the sound of our voice? I mean, that's the greatest miracle, man, to be in the family of God just like all of us. If you want to be in the family, you want to accept Jesus today as your Lord and Savior, and all you have to do is confess him with your mouth and believe in your heart, and you shall be saved. It's not based. And the Bible says if you're in Christ, you're a new creation. The old things are passed away. All things are new, not some things. Is there anybody here? That's 2 Corinthians 5, 17. That's a provision and a promise from our Lord and Savior. Anybody here is saying, hey, man, I, you're talking to me, your wife, you, Yvette was talking to you. Uh, you want to make sure and, and not leave here without making Jesus your Lord and Savior. I just want to give that opportunity. Anybody here going once, going twice? The Holy Spirit's tugging on your heart. If that's you, Jesus is a gentle. He's not going to force his... You have a decision and a free will. Going twice. Looks like we're all believers in Jesus Christ Praise in here. Him. That's amen. Well, that, that's number one. Number two, if you're here and you're saying, you know what? I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, but I want to make sure I manifest who I'm called to be. 
And I want to not just play Christianity. I, I don't want to just live just a, a casual Christianity. I don't want to just be a Sunday morning Christian. I want to be a real witness of Jesus Christ. If that's you this morning, you possess God's power on the, indwelling on the inside of you, and you're saying, hey, I, I just want to come back to my first love. You've slid away, but all you have to do, he's, wor- he's welcoming you with open arms saying, come back to your first love. If that's you today, you've looked in all the wrong places for love, but you want to know your heavenly Father and his love that never changes. Man will let you down. Relationships can let you down. But Jesus says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that anybody here saying, lift your hand if that's you? A lot of hands going up. Why don't we stand where we're at? Let's just pray this together. All of you that lifted your hands, you don't have to come forward. Let's decree and declare this together. Say, Father God, I thank you that your love is shed abroad in my heart. I have confessed you with my mouth. I believe that you died and rose again for all my transgressions. And because I have you as my heavenly father, I possess your spirit. And because I possess your spirit, I will manifest your love to those I come in contact with. I may have fallen away. But I thank you, Father, that your love never changes for me. Help me, Father, to know you in the power of your resurrection. Help me to hunger after your truth. Father God, I don't want to be the same. Change me. Help me, Lord, to be more like you. Not in my strength. But in your strength, I trust you, the author and the finisher of my faith. Because I know in Philippians 1.6 that you began the good work in me. And you are faithful to complete what you have started in me. In el nombre de Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's sing it. You have won the victory. Yes, he did, because God's power is in you, right? Hallelujah. You and king seated in majesty hallelujah where's julie may at you are the risen king i'll tell you something in a minute
victory. And God power is in me. And I walk in victory. Just declare that. And God's power is in me. And I walk in victory. And God's power is in me. And I'll bring you in the, in the earth. Hallelujah. I want to say this to you. Hey, Basada Bakanda. Father God, I thank you for Julie May. Come here. You don't need me to lay hands on you to get what God has provided for you. But I want to declare something over you that your voice is not going to just be known in the earth for your singing ability. But God says he's doing a work in you and the power that's on the inside, the word that will come out of your mouth that they will know, not just by the singing. See, people are going to call you for your voice, but you're going to be known as a minister and an ambassador of Christ in the earth. Because the word that comes out of you, in Jesus' name, I thank you that the same spirit that raised this daughter from the dead, because it's Jesus dwelling in her, I thank you, Lord, that she's going to manifest it in the school in Dallas. And, Lord, you're going to open those doors that she's been crying out for, the doors that are according to your perfect will, doors that maybe uh, could lead her just to the full-time music career, but maybe are not God's best doors because it's a good door. But God says, he says, all things work together for the good to them that love him and are called according to his purposes. And God says, you are not only called, but you're going to see the right doors and you will have an international platform, but think it not strange if it is a way that's different from what you had thought because the Bible says his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our ways. And sometimes we may feel as though, well, Lord, why didn't this door open this way or that way? But God is protecting you because he doesn't want your gift to be pimped out there like a puppet like everybody else. He says this, this gift, he says, I'm a jealous God, and the gift I'm giving you is going to be raised up, and I'll make your name great in the earth because you'll make my name great in the earth, says the Lord. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. This lady knows how to really sing. Y'all think I can sing. This lady knows how to sing. That's real technique. And we don't appreciate the classical music in the earth. We write it off and say if it ain't contemporary enough. But I'm telling you, God has got greatness on the inside of you, and it's way beyond your music platform. Hallelujah. Father, we declare victory in your word today, Father. For the flowers fade and the grass withers, but your word remains. And today, Father, we take this word with us, Father God. We take it with us, Father, that wherever we may go, we have Jesus in us. The, the power, Father, that raised Jesus from the grave is within us, Father. And we take this with us, Father. We don't want to just have a good time in church. We don't want to just praise you and worship you in this place. We want to take the presence of God with us. Father, we declare this in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for Paul and Yvette Lodato. Thank you for their ministry, for their word, Father, for their anointing, Father. And for blessing this place, the house of God. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. You're all dismissed. God bless you.